Good morning, good morning. Uh, thank you very much uh, for uh, staying with us in our absence. Uh, I also want to appreciate the, the many messages that we got from people from the WhatsApp group who asked if my family and I have been okay because they haven't been getting the messages. I found that it was very, very touching. Uh, but we've been away to Eretz Israel and now we are back. So good morning. And uh, today's breakfast and class are sponsored by Sultana Dahan by her son, Mayor Torjman. The, uh, the parashah of Mishpatim deals with all the laws of the, uh, the laws that were with regards to the obligations of a Jewish person. Now what's interesting is that the categories of laws in Judaism are divided into various uh, uh, segments. A mishpat is something which is a law that people can understand. A chok is a mitzvah or a obligation that the Torah mandates, which is not given with its reason. That doesn't mean that a chok does not, God forbid, have a reason. Of course, it also has a reason. But it just means that the reason why we do it is not because of the reason. Or that's something that we do, do not or cannot fathom in the true depths of its reasoning. However, the parashah mishpatim deals with the uh, societal obligations. How do people get along with each other? What happens if you damage somebody else? What happens if a person steals, doesn't have what to pay back? How can they effectively bring themselves to a place where they can once again get their life started uh, again? However, all of these laws, they come in front of a judge. And there's a great line that is brought down by the Mifarshim. It's a pasuk which describes the difference between what happens when a person comes in front of a court, in front of Dayanim, and when they come in front of God. The pasuk that's brought down is Ha'adam la'enaim. A person sees with his eyes. but God la'levav. And God sees not with his eyes, but with his heart. When we talk about Dayanim, the classic um, line, the classic idea is, En Dayan a Dayan can only be posaic according to what his eyes can see. He can't decide or determine or intuit what he thinks might have happened. Only what's in front of him. Whatever's in front of him, that's what a Dayan has to go on. En Dayan But God's judgment is in a completely different realm. Whereas with regards to a court, what, it, what we see is what, can be ma- is what can be quantified and judged. With the God's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's got nothing to do with what's seen. In fact, the judgment of God actually goes much deeper. It enters into the person's intentions, into the person's heart, into the person's emotions, how it is the person thinking when they do an avera, a sin, or when they're doing a mitzvah. What's fascinating to note is, if you have someone who does the greatest avon, in the court, what do they do? They look at the avon. But in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's court, it's a completely different matter. How did the person feel when he was doing the avon? Did he, was he filled with busha? Did he have shame when he did it? That knocks points off of the punishment because the guy wasn't enjoying doing it. He felt bad, he was overtaken by desire. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes into, the, into it the shame. How hard did you try and fight back even if you lost in the end? How hard did you try? All of that, a Dayan cannot see, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees. Rabotai, I want to share this with you, because to me, this is such a powerful idea. There's a story that was brought about the Hafez Chaim. The Hafez Chaim is lying in his bed in a, you know, a brisk, a freezing cold morning in, a, you know, in, the, in, the, in the freezing cold Eastern European winters. He gets up, 
He knows he needs to go to shul. It's 30 below zero outside. You know, biflage, no matter what coat you're wearing, Canada goose, batih, it's not going to help you. He's sitting called like this, shivering under the covers. And he's having a conversation with him, with who? With his Yetzihara. The Yetzihara says to him, you're going to get up now. You're, you're 90 years old, Hafez Haim. Your bones are, are, you know, are, are, are brittle. You have no skin on your bones to protect you. You're going to go, you're going to freeze, you're going to be this. We haven't really slept. Why don't we sleep for an extra hour? The Hafez Haim turns to his Yetzihara and he says, I have a great idea. How about I go to Shaharit and you sleep for another hour? And I always love this story. Why? Because it illustrates to me the conversations that people can have within themselves. You know, there's a, almost a quantified part of us, which is us, and a quantified part of us, which is the Yetzihara. Now for most of us, there's a singular voice in our head. What do I want to do? I want to sleep, I want to eat, I want to pray. And it becomes very confusing because at the same time, I want to pray and I also want to sleep. There's no greater ta'anug in this world in this world than hitting that snooze button one more time. Or you're flipping out at 7.46 and you're about to jump out of bed and you realize, oh, Baruch Hashem, today is Sunday. It's not 8 o'clock, it's 8.30. And you have a guilt-free smack of the snooze button. Or you even turn it off and then you sleep to 9.30. Okay, whatever. The point is, it's unbelievable. Now you think to this, what, what's going on inside of me? But the Hafez Chaim, what he was sharing is, he was sharing something so powerful. There's a voice inside of you that is you. That voice is saying, I want to pray. There's another voice. That's not yours. That's Yesahara. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when God looks inside of a person, He understands us. Like it says in the Pasuk, <coughs> And you, you who created us, you understand us because you made us this way. Borei Olam knows our weaknesses. He knows our faults. But one of the challenges we have to have within ourselves is to label ourselves and label the alternate voice. Label which desire is me and which desire is my yetzer hara. Now, I want to share with you something which I think is very powerful, and I think it's super important, and people forget this all the time. Yetzerara doesn't mean pray, not pray. Yetzerara doesn't mean keep Shabbat, don't keep Shabbat. Yetzerara does not mean kosher, eat kosher, don't eat kosher. Yetzerara means yell at your kids, don't yell at your kids. Yetzerara means if something didn't go exactly the way you wanted it with your wife, you know, make her feel bad about the fact that she did it this way or that way, or don't make her feel bad about it. Oh, that's the Yetzirah as well. But so many times, we forget this label, and therefore, if it's part of you, it's difficult to fix, because you haven't identified it as a negative, as an evil thought. Making someone feel bad for something, that's an evil thought. Why would you do that? All of this is such an important part of our religion and our yahadut. And I want to share last week's parasha. We began with the word anochi. We started the aserta debrot and we said, Hashem said, anochi Hashem elokecha. I am Hashem your God. And I want to share with you something that is so powerful for me and I hope it's something you'll take away as well. God wasn't just saying, I am Hashem your God. In other words, if you're looking for who God is, you know, you who, I'm over here, it's me. 
Anochi Hashem Elokecha. What Hashem was saying is something much deeper. There's only one Anochi in the whole world, in the whole universe, in all the galaxies. There's only one I. There's only one single, and that's me. Everything else is a pair. You and your wife, you're not your own person. You and your family, you're not your own person. You and your kids, you have to figure out how to coexist with them, with your community, with everybody else. Everything under God is not I, it's we. If a person can master that thought, if they can master that the think, the thought process of selfishness, it doesn't exist. The only anochi in the world is God. There is no other anochi. Every other thought process should be not of a singular thought process, but rather of a dual or a multiple thought process. Thinking about other people besides for myself. If you could understand the power that that was the first word that God said, Anochi Hashem Elokecha, don't ever think of yourself because there is no single self in this world but me. Rabotai, if we thought that way and God saw that we thought that way, then even when we make mistakes, because everybody makes mistakes, when you're mean to your child because you want to maybe encourage them to do better, but there's a little bit of that meanness which is just plain mean. Because what do you say? You say to your wife, says, look, you made him cry. And what do you tell yourself? What do you tell your wife? How else is he going to learn? As if that emotion that you just showed to your child was purely educative. As if there was not a little tiny bit of you frustrated or losing your temper. As if this was called kulotov. Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Let's just call a spade a spade. We are not perfect. And the minute we accept that we are not perfect, then this exhausting game of defending every thing that we do, every thought that we have, every emotion that we carry, it just goes away. We're not perfect. I lost myself a little. That was 80% education, 20% anger. And you know what? I could work on that 20%. This was 80% chinuch, 20% jealousy. I go to this guy, I tell him, oh, you know, a flashy car, you're doing like this. I don't know if it's the right thing. You start telling him, divre Torah. You know, for you yourself, you never had a problem. All of a sudden, the guy got a car that's nicer than yours. Now you're whipping out the divre Torah. I saw this sheet in the synagogue. I feel like it applies to you, you know? You know, because you got the new Ferrari, but I have the old Ferrari. So me, you know, yani, I'm kind of playing under the radar. You, you went a little step too far. I'm the Hashem, you're the Azazel. This is how, you know, it's amazing how the human condition, but what the Pasuk is telling us is, you know, who are you fooling with your eyes? With the eyes, you can fool human beings. You can't fool God. And I found that thought not to be horrible and restricting, but so liberating. So liberating. You know what? There's someone who actually gets you. All of you. He knows all the times that you try to do it right and you failed. He knows those too. Because you know what? We sometimes feel like you don't get credit for all the things that you kind of didn't quite. God saw those too. And he ticked those as well. What a beautiful thought. He knows the Atah Yodeya Yisram. You know the Yetzer. Because you created them. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu look down upon us with kindness. May we look up at HaKadosh Baruch Hu, have these internal conversations with ourselves. Reach out to God when we're feeling a little bit frustrated. Even if not with your mouth, He can hear your, own, he can hear your thoughts. Just think to God. You know what? God, help me with this one. What a beautiful thing. May Hashem bless us 
to be successful in everything that we turn our hand to.